As we navigate the complexities of our roles, it's crucial to remember that the journey to overcoming burnout begins with a single yet powerful step, self-compassion and action. Burnout is a big deal, and it often goes along with mental health challenges like depression, anxiety, and exhaustion. But you can reduce burnout by shifting elements within your work, your mindset, and recovery activities outside of work. So stick around for today's episode where we learn more. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Rat Race Reboot. This is episode four in a series around the topic of burnout. Um, New research suggests that there are optimal activities for renewal and rejuvenation. So you can make your best choices in reducing your experience of burnout and exhaustion and increasing your levels of energy and well-being. Burnout is, it's a big deal. It's a big problem. And not only does it affect you, me, it affects our coworkers, our family, our friends, and it can make it seem impossible for us to be our best selves. In fact, people are suffering globally from burnout. I'm going to read off some stats here, but 70% of people experienced burnout in the last year, according to a study by Asana, which they examined 10,000 knowledge workers across seven countries. In addition, uh, multiple generations are struggling with it. 84% of Gen Zs, 74% of millennials, 47% of baby boomers reported that they were feeling burned out. Also, so many people said they, they just overall felt badly, according to McKinsey research. Specifically, 25% of Gen Zs 13% of millennials, 13% of Gen X, and 8% of baby boomers reported feeling emotionally distressed with low levels of well-being. And 40% of workers believe that burnout is an inevitable part of success, according to the Asana report. And that's sad, right? So, you know, it's our collective responsibility as leaders to recognize and prevent burnout from happening in our organizations and on our teams. But the truth is that overcoming burnout and transforming your life begins with you. So where do we begin? I just want to share some uh, optimal activities. And this is from a study of applied psychology and health and well-being um, from a journal article. And this article offers some suggestions about optimal activities that you can do to navigate burnout, to remove yourself from that feeling of burnout and decreased levels of well-being. And so one of those things that they recommend is this idea of detachment. So make space, physically detach yourself from your work and your daily routines. 
Now that might seem like an impossible task because there's so much to do, but the truth is you've got to break from the cycle. So maybe you start working late into the night and you start working on weekends because you have so much to do. And then your stress level starts to build. Um, and then your emotional and physical well-being start to suffer. But you keep working because you have more to do. Um, and then you get more and more exhausted. So you keep working because you still, there's no end in sight. And your energy continues to get depleted. And then the quality of your work begins to suffer. So you need, you feel like you need to put more into it. So you work harder and try to work harder, try harder to make up for the deficiencies. And you continue on this never ending cycle and it spirals out of control into just the danger zone, right? And this is, you know, we've got to break this cycle. So detachment, I like to think of detachment like when I'm, I work from home. So there are places in my home where are non-work zones. There are places where, you know, I have my family meal. And so I'm not going to bring my laptop into those spaces and work. Like when I'm finished for the day, I close my computer and I put the phone away and I'm enjoying family time. If I'm in the living room relaxing and watching a movie, I'm not bringing my laptop with me. You know, I... I, it's like I have segments in my life and I I kind of detach from that work. This is an area where it's a no work zone. My office is my place where I do my work. And when I leave the office, I leave it behind. So if there's ways that you can detach yourself from physically from the work, that can help your mind sort of turn off because I've been that person who, oh, I'm going to watch this movie, but I got to do a few other things. And I'm just going to bring the laptop and on a commercial, I'll just do this. But then what I find is at the end of the day, when I'm needing to wind down and go to sleep, I can't turn off my brain. It And I just start ruminating over things. So, you know, I talked in the last episode of leaving our device in another room when we go to sleep. But having a time where we hold ourselves accountable to that, where we shut things off because we need that space to recharge. We need to separate our work from our relaxation. Going into relaxation, this is another aspect of, um, of really breaking free from this burnout. What does relaxation mean to you? What activities do you find deeply relaxing. They might be different things for different people. You know, I had a, a client who said, I, I don't know how to relax. But when we started talking, her relaxing for her was vacuuming, that meditative <laughs> vacuuming, that sound of the vacuum, that repetitive action. It was refinishing furniture and things like that, working with her hands. So that, while that might feel like work to one person, that might be relaxing to another um, it could be walking in nature, sitting and meditating, reading, taking a nap. So finding what is relaxation to you. And if you're the type of person who um, needs to be doing things and it's hard to like woo, tone it down, then do something physically that's relaxing. Like the walk might be a good thing. Finding a hobby where you can work with your hands might be something um, that's really helpful too. Um 
here's something interesting, and this is also some research through the uh, Applied Psychology and Health and Wellbeing Journal. There's new research around recovery that also can help you relax. And specifically, when you do activities on weekends or on vacations, which provide you an opportunity to get away from your work or connect with others or, you know, experiencing effectiveness, these help reduce burnout and increase your energy. So connecting with others, going for coffee, um, doing something, an activity, like a workout that makes you feel good that you've conquered it, that, that can help you, you know, just feel better about your effectiveness and get you to connect with others. But that can have a huge impact on recovery. So another way that we can um, really overcome burnout is through mastery. Now, this might sound surprising, but learning new things, developing mastery in things that you care about, and doing things that are already related um, to things that you're currently doing, things that you're already good at, but you just want to get better at, those build confidence. Those build your energy and those build your emotional strength. So in this way, it can help you overcome feelings of inadequacy, feelings of ineffectiveness that are often associated with burnout. So is there something that you're excited about learning? Um, then learn it. Follow your intuition. Let it guide you. It is not a waste of time. It's helping you recover and it's helping build your confidence so that you feel less the effects of burnout. You feel energized. Um, another aspect of this is control. So feeling trapped is another common aspect of burnout. You know, remember we talked about that, that vicious cycle. So you might feel like there's no way out. Stop, take a deep breath, and consider the opportunities that are all around you to help you get involved on your own terms and in a way that's meaningful to you. So that pause is critical when you're starting to feel like you're losing control. It might feel counterintuitive because you want to just get in there and get it done, but stop, breathe, take a walk, and then come back with a, a fresh perspective. And then ask yourself, instead of why can't I do this? Why am I stuck? Think, how can I? What are the other opportunities out there? Other options here? And the last aspect of this is relatedness. Burnout, um, if we don't feel like we're relating to other people, re that relatedness or that lack thereof can is correlated with depression. So feelings of social disconnection and loneliness are also closely related to depression and burnout. So make it a point to spend time with people you love and who fill you up, right? So transformation isn't possible without change. We have to be willing to change some of the things that we're doing. I love, um, you know, I'm bringing the awareness here and you've got to bring the willingness. I learned that from a colleague of mine and, and mentor and partner, um, Shiny. So I've been coaching with her and getting my second level of um, ICF certification and neuro-linguistic programming. But she always talks about 
that awareness and willingness, if you bring those together, that equals change. So I'm bringing the awareness, you're bringing the will willingness, and together we can create transformation. But to begin that transformational process, you got to break that cycle of burnout and, and actually apply some of these things that we've been talking about. You can reignite your mind, your body, your spirit by giving your brain and body the opportunity to get away and reset, whether it's like in your mind by taking a breath or going outside physically and removing yourself from the work or removing the work from your place where you normally would want to relax. But the more distance and detachment from work you have are good when you're trying to reconnect and reignite your mind, right? Um, the greater the connection to you and the people that you love and who fill you up, that also helps a lot. You can create positive change in your well-being in all kinds of ways. And your choices for recovery outside of work also make a big, big difference for sure. So if you are ready to step out of the shadows of burnout, embrace these strategies, try them to light your path toward reju rejuvenation, share your journey, share these strategies that work for you in our social media, go on to ratraceboot.com and leave us a review, leave us a message. I read those. I want to hear, let's inspire each other so we can together navigate out of burnout toward well-being. I want to thank you again for listening today. Remember, everything is created twice, first in our mind and then in physical form. We'll see you next week.